1: Stories of Chains Broken and Hearts Restoring. Here are your hosts, Jim Moore and Pastor Dwight Anderson. Welcome, church, to Prison Transformation Radio. We got some good news. Spring is coming. Now, if you're listening to a podcast, that's old news. But um, if you're if you're listening live with us on a Saturday, it's it's good news, and a lot of great things are happening, Pastor Dwight, in April.
2: Yeah, April is a second chance month. So April is awesome. a second chance month, yes.
1: and uh, Jesus is not officially coming back, but His resurrection Sunday is yeah, coming Easter, up, and Easter, yeah. and Good Friday, and then oh gosh, just you're right. Tell us a little bit about Second Chance Month and what's coming up with. With Prison Fellowship on that?
2: Yeah, on um, April 22nd, there's the Second Chance 5K run. It's going to be at the C-Phone Stadium in uh, St. Paul. Now, to register, uh, go to prisonfellowship.org forward slash second chances. Perfect. And um, you don't have to be a runner to come to this either. I'm not a runner. <laughs> no. I'll be walking, or, you know, even if you don't want to walk, you can just come and participate. There'll be vendors. and all different ministries that are partnering together to support people and giving them a second chance. Yeah,
1: from Teen Challenge to R3 Collaborative, there'll be tables. I was talking to Prison Fellowship this morning, and they're saying, oh, and stuff for the kids, face painting, and those places you bounce around in. So it's Mm. family, it's the community standing together. The the new mayors from both cities will be there Mm -hmm. proclaiming second chances, it's also this whole thing has become a national phenomena, yes. Washington D.C. and New York City. So we're talking about people coming out of prison, um, having a second chance. Right. And so some other things that are coming up in April, we're going to be going to the Union Gospel Mission. Yes. And you'll you'll meet Nick shortly. You'll meet Peggy with the Naomi family mm-hmm. uh, residents next week. We'll be talking about the programs that they do. But on April nineteenth in Saint Paul, you can come to the Union Gospel Mission. Uh, center where the Christ Recovery Center is. And you can actually meet some of the leaders with Union Gospel Mission. Uh, we were there last year. You get a tour. And I, I was telling I was telling the folks, I just kept going, oh, I didn't know that. I didn't know that. And that's from 11 to 12 o'clock on April 19th. And if you go to r3collaborative.org, you can get all the specifics. But the good news is lunch is included. Yeah. So from 12 to 1 o'clock, we go into the residence dining hall, and it is just wonderful. They don't just feed people. They honor and respect people mm-hmm. when they feed them. So please come to that. And the one other thing I want to mention is there's also a lot of prayer going on in April. Mm-hmm. And April 16th is Minnesota Prayer Breakfast at the downtown Hilton. And that's at 7 a.m. in the morning. It costs a few dollars. But you can go to MinnesotaPrayer.org, and I don't think I told you this, Pastor Dwight. r three has been invited to do a mentoring workshop there. Workshop. Nine o'clock. Nine o'clock. That's right. Exactly. It's free. It, it's free. it yeah. comes right after breakfast. We're going to have uh, a number of organizations there, just like at April twenty-second Second Chance, where you can actually meet five to ten different ministries, <laughs> because a lot of our heart, folks, is we want to nudge you. Right. We want to nudge you to volunteer to mentor. You know, we each got to find our own way, but we want you to meet some of these people so you can see the tremendous opportunities. Changing hearts with
2: Christ. And I was just going
1: to say, that's the heart of Prison Transformation (laughs) Radio. And the show today is very close to the heart, if not the heart itself. Mm -hmm. We always talk about reaching the lost, the 1%, the the 1% that are in most need. And when it comes to that, of all the organizations I know, Union Gospel Mission leads the way. You know, people have a general understanding of them and they know reaching out to homeless people, feeding people, housing people. Mm -hmm. But what you may not know is they actually have programs for people. So, our guest today, let's get to it Nick Geesey is the men's director for Union Gospel Mission. He oversees men's programs, uh, the Christ Recovery Center. So God bless you in the work you do, Nick. Well, thank to you, Prison Transformation mm-hmm. thank Radio. You. And thank you for inviting me. I appreciate oh, yeah. that. That's great to be here. So
0: yeah, and I think you said it really well before, is that when we were talking before of this broadcast, is that the mission, I think, is one of the best kept secrets yeah. in the Twin Cities area. And, and I mm-hmm. think people just don't know what we do. And so, what I want to do is just maybe start out to talk a little bit about the mission and what their their mission is. And this is basically almost uh, per per word per word as far as what their, our mission statement is. So, Union Gospel Mission is a Christian nonprofit that focuses on not just the meeting the immediate needs of men, but provides Christ-centered discipleship-oriented pathways and programs that restore dignity and wholeness to men, women, and children Mm -hmm. through transformational programming that ultimately leads to transformed lives and Mm self-sufficiency. And that's our main goal, is that we, we give them the tools they need while they're in programming, but we want them to become self sufficient in Christ. Mm-hmm. And so that, that for them to become successful in life. So that's, that's, a, that's one of our most important goals that we try to strive for at the Mission.
1: And, so. and it's a beautiful facility. I've been there a number of times in a number of different ways and, and had a chance, like I said, and people, you can come on April 19th. Um, just we, I, I mentioned before we I could do a little story time. Like, kind of who are you? How did yeah. you get involved? Well, we'll talk more about the programs, folks. But tell us a little bit about your story. Sure. How did you get involved? Sure. And and tell us about the work you do there. Yeah. Well, um,
0: I actually have a restaurant background. I was in the restaurant industry for twenty five years. And now you're feeding years. the homeless. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> so that actually, you know, it's really interesting that you you mentioned that because I think God was 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 preparing me for my next mm-hmm. role in the at the mission. Amen. And so I think that's what I. So I was in the in the restaurant business for twenty five years. Okay. Um, my one of my friends who worked at the mission had asked me to be part of the career development as a volunteer. And so one of the things they used to do is they used to do mock interviews with students. So they uh-huh. get done with the, with the career development program and they would have a mock interview with someone in the business world. And so she invited me in, and so I was doing those for several years. I did those on a volunteer basis. And eventually uh, she was leaving and asked if I would apply for the position, and I hmm. did. And so I was actually... It was called WorkNet, was the name of the program. I've heard of that. Yeah. Mm. yeah. And so I was there for about a year and a half in the WorkNet capacity as director, and then uh, was asked to take over the men's uh, director. So I'm the, the director of the men's programs here at the at the Union Gospel Mission. And what are the men's programs? Well, we have, a, we have a lot of different programs that meet the needs of guys. Um, our two most... Uh, Basic programs we have deal with recovery, and that's the Christ Recovery Center. Okay. And then we also have another uh, program that deals in the, in, with discipleship. It's, it's called the Discipleship Program. Okay. And so those are the two main men's programs. But we have we have many many other things that we do as far as just those two programs, as far as meeting the needs of the community. Okay. So yeah.
1: And we can talk more specific yeah. about it. Yeah. We always like to. You kind of get down to the the core needs and the problems, right? That you right. address, and yeah, you know, we know there's an opioid mm-hmm. epidemic going on. We know people need long term recovery, and what we found is that Christ centered treatment not to be biased about it but seems to be the most transformational treatment. But we also know people are hungry. Exactly, people are walking around mm-hmm. in the cold. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So tell us. The needs that you that you zero in on, and then we'll yeah. talk about the programs that sure, address those. Sure, sure,
0: I'd love to do that. So I think the most important need that we we address is a spiritual need. I think okay, people, a lot perfect. of times when people come to the mission, mm-hmm. the, a lot of times they're spiritually broken, and so mm-hmm. we can. Of course, everything we do is centered around Christ. So we do a lot every night at the Union Gospel Mission. We have chapel, and we have done since 1902 when the chap when the mm-hmm. mission was mm-hmm. first wow. founded. And so we do that. We do a lot of Bible studies. All of our curriculum is Christ-based. So there's a lot of things that we do to meet the spiritual needs of our students. Because, to be honest with you, a lot of the people that come to the mission aren't Christian when they start. We actually have all different Mm -hmm. faiths that come. And so we try to hopefully present christ to them in a way that they can accept him and go on in their christian walk so that's an important thing. accept and
1: then build on him and then yes meet them where they're at exactly that's very important but then also give them that discipleship track and and allow them and support them as they move Mm -hmm. forward yeah
2: yeah definitely if you tuned in right now you're listening to am 980 the mission uh, with prison transformation radio and my name is Pastor Dwight Anderson with Prison Mission Association, and my co-host here is Jim Moore with the R3 Collaborative, and we're interviewing Nick Giese, who's the Men's Program Director at Union Gospel Mission. So I'm interested, Nick, and if, if any of our listeners know someone that maybe needs this program, or who, who is really your target, or who may be listening to people coming out of prison, coming out of recovery? That kind of thing,
0: or just
1: or, coming off the streets, right? Yeah. Right, and
0: I,
2: all what you said is exactly
0: yeah. who we serve: people, family members who have somebody in their family that's homeless, that is concerned about their safety. They refer them to us. Mm-hmm. People we um, that are are addicted. We get calls on a regular basis about people that need their son or their their nephew or whoever needs some help as far as addiction is concerned. So they refer them to us. Yeah. Um, so there's just a lot of different of. of of Things that we we address at the mission, so along with those things that we were just talking about, we do provide the basics. So food and shelter is, of course, a basic. We call it a cot and a hot, is what mm-hmm. we call it. A mm-hmm. cot and a hot. I a like cot that. and a hot. So we give them, and so that's part of the history of the mission is that we we started back out in 1902 um, yeah. in downtown St. Paul, and that's all we get did give people was just a cot and a hot, and it was mainly you guys are in their 50s and 60s. But of course, times have changed, and yeah. so now we serve a much younger demographic than we did before, and so we've had to really expand our our services that we we offer to those people. So then we we actually we give them education, of course, just cotton hot, but also education, career development, vocational training, um, mental health. Mm, uh, yeah. We're that's one of the things that we're expanding hugely in is the need. Um, for supplying mental health services for our students. And
1: actually, so counseling. Counseling, from, yes, from it's a part of counseling that. counseling to mental health yep, counseling. Everything. Yeah, everything. And helping them heal.
0: Yep, we're opening up a clinic actually in the next probably three or four months that will center specifically on mental health. Oh, excellent. So, so that'll excellent. be big.
2: Um, so, Nick, how can people get in touch? If they're listening now and, and they know someone that needs some help, how can they get in touch with? and, you know, get involved in the program?
0: Sure. Um, Well, there's a couple of ways. First of all, they could go to um, UGMTC.org and just look to see what kind of services we do provide.
1: Oh, so that would give them, the website would give them kind of a map, a menu?
0: Yes, exactly. They're all listed, all the services. We actually have six different locations in the Twin Cities area. So they would give them a map of where, you know, depending on what okay. that person, that barrier they had, they could look at that. Another thing is just to call. Um, there's a couple of numbers. The men's campus number is 651-292-1721.
1: Say that one more time. Sure. Yeah, slowly. Probably talking faster. You are. <laughs> Sorry. We just do it a couple times. <laughs> it just rolls off my tongue. 651
0: uh, 651- 292 1721, that's the men's campus. Okay. And then there's also an administrative number that they could call, which is six five one two two eight one eight zero zero. 1800 And every either one of those numbers they can refer whoever's calling to the correct department that they Excellent. need to, mm-hmm. to talk to. So yeah, it makes it pretty easy that way.
1: So that way they access the menu. And and Pastor Dry was talking about uh, you know, prison transformation radio, but let me reinforce if you miss any part of this or you want someone else. To listen to this program hmm. you can go to am980themission.com under programs find prison transformation radio and you can click on a podcast you can get all hmm. those numbers again right. I, what i do is i'm kind of simple so if you forget all those numbers union gospel mission on google <laughs> that it'll works all every pop time. right up to yeah. you but again the, the website is ugm Tc, which is obviously the initials for Union Gospel Mission Twin Cities mm-hmm. .org. That's mm-hmm. correct.
2: Yep. 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 Nick, do you do have, have any, any testimonials? Or I, a I was thinking the You're same thing. thing. Yeah. 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 Oh, oh, tell yeah. us uh,
0: of someone who's gone through yeah, the programming. Gone through the program yeah. Program yeah. And so this is a uh, someone that's near and dear to me. Um, and so anyway, this person—I'll call him Randy—is his name. Okay. He um, lived in southern Minnesota in a small town, had a successful business, um, but started drinking and through his addiction, lost his family, lost his business, lost everything. So mm-hmm. he came to the twin cities um, because that's where he thought he should go. For some mm-hmm. reason, God had directed him there or whatever. So he would, um, what he would do, and this, he was still in his addiction. When he arrived at the twin cities, he would go to temporary jobs. And so those temporary services, they supply jobs. You might go out for a day and then you mm-hmm. could get paid at the end of the mm-hmm. day. So then he would take the money and go to the bank and cash that and go get money for, for alcohol and mm-hmm. drink. And that's basically how he supported his habit. Yeah. Well, what was happening is that on the way after he would get his check, other people were watching him, other people that were homeless and and, and, and alcoholics. And what happened was that on a regular basis, they would jump him and beat him up and mm-hmm. steal his money, basically after he oh. cashed it at the bank. Oh. And so what he would have to do for for safety is that he would spend the nights in a porta potty. That's where he would spend his nights. Oh, and he did that for 2 years. Oh my lord. And so finally at some point he got really sick of it and he came to the Union Gospel Mission and he started out in our dorms dorms in our shelter area.
1: So that's one option people have. That's it's one of yeah, a cot and a hot. You're right exactly. Mm-hmm.
0: That's the most basic service that we yeah. provide is are the dorms this shelter. So he stayed there, and he was there for you know maybe several months and um, became really interested in this building that was right next to the oh. shelter. And so we asked somebody that was staying there, and he said, what is that building? He said, well, that's the recovery building. And the guy said to him, you don't want to go over there because they brainwash you, he said. Yeah. Well, so, uh, <laughs> when was the last time your brain took a bath? <laughs> yeah, that's right. right. But he got the courage because he knew uh, that he needed help. and yeah, so he went yeah. over there. And so he, he came to it was that was the Christ Recovery Center. Yeah. He came there and um, went through the program, was very successful, started out and then got a job um in the Twin Cities um mm-hmm. in the business world, was in the business was in that job for about seven years and just climbed the ladder. And so at some point, mm-hmm. we um the existing ex, the direct existing director of the Union Gospel Mission was leaving. And so we were looking for somebody to take his place. And so I went to him and said, "Ah, uh, Randy, would you consider doing this as far as director? Um and so because he has so many so much experience in the field, I um, mean, he had gone to school for it at that point. Yeah. and so mm. I, that was his plan to do that. So we came on board. So being somebody that came from someone who was an alcoholic on the street that got wow. ba- beat up every night, and now he became the director of the program, and he wow. did that for ten years. And wow. now he's back in the in the business world again. But that's a huge success story yeah. of how we take somebody's life in shambles, build them back up Excellent. again, mm-hmm. and and to to uh, what he needs to be, what Christ sees that person, and
1: and. And that's kind of the way Christ does it. Isn't it does it. it. It's you exactly, know, it kind know of meets it. them where they're at, just yep. like mm-hmm. the Union Gospel Missions doing the Christ thing. Yep. Meet yeah. them where they're at. Yep. I love mm-hmm. the idea that someone can come and they don't have to jump right into a treatment. Right. It's kind of an easy on ramp. It is. It you is. can spend some time there then at your own pace. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You can take another step and yep. another step.
0: And that's exactly how it works, Jim. That's great yeah. that you mentioned that because they, that's more normally when people come in, they start at the shelter. Yeah. But then they know that they need something else. Mm-hmm. And so we, of course, introduce what's available at the mission at the time when they come in, and then they maybe go then to uh, uh, the paid sh- uh, pro the sh- paid shelters, uh, or then after that they, they go to the transitional housing program, yeah. which is a, a part-time part program, and then um, a room within our, our in
1: our hotel that we have. And it's called the hotel. It is
0: called the Bethel Hotel. The Bethel right, Hotel, right? Right. Yeah. And so it's more transitional housing, so they can stay there for two years, and they get a part-time programming but then they also may have a job or whatever to sustain yeah. to stay there but then eventually they decide you know what i need more mm-hmm. i need more to to overcome whatever i'm going through and then they get into one of our two programs Excellent. so it's kind of a it's a process that they go through to get there so and, yeah and
1: folks can see this when you're done there if you take the tour on April 19th but you you help them get jobs they put yes. resumes together you, yep. they get job training mm-hmm. yep. and and then there's a wonderful store like where they go in and it was so neat and so classy. And they can pick out clothes and the mm. things that they need. Yeah, so it's just yeah. one step at a time, just yes. building up the tools and the things that you need. Yep. And then you move on. And then you end up running the place. Exactly. <laughs> 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 no, it, and I've heard a lot of stories like that. Yeah. I'm a story like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, you it, are? It, okay. Well, I had a successful career. But like Randy... Uh, I lost a son to addiction. Mm. I had gotten into chronic, profound depression, into my own addiction. I lost everything. Mm-hmm. And it, I was really kind of filtering through. Well, Salvation Army's got a program, Union Gospel Mission, <coughs> Teen Challenge. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. and I just went in for social services. They directed. That's 10 years ago, 10 years sober mm-hmm. and faithful to my wife and it, it's mm-hmm. just been He's remarkable. And now I'm on the radio. Yeah. There you are. Then you run the place. <laughs> well, no, I, I'm yeah. still kind of a Pretty support guy, Oh, okay. I'm just saying there's a lot of people in recovery sure. yes. who go on to do absolutely mm-hmm. staff, become staff in programs yeah. and support staff. Yeah. So the yeah, right. the Lord's really got us got a plan yeah. here yeah. Yeah, uh, for is. helping us to Definitely. develop. And, Definitely, it's awesome. So great. So we've overviewed a lot of the programs. Tell us a little bit, because time always runs away. Mm -hmm. But um, Pastor Dwight talked about how do people get involved, because Christ transforms the lives and the hearts of volunteers, too. I know some people Mm -hmm. who go to those chapels at the mission and who mentor there. Mm -hmm. Um, How could someone who's listening, because a lot of our folks, Mm -hmm. I think, got the nudge, like, hey, I want to do something. How could a volunteer, I want to mentor, I want to serve. Yeah, yeah, How would how would someone like that get involved? Right.
0: Well, I first want to say that volunteers are an incredibly important part of what we do at the mission. Um I think it's biblical that we supply opportunities for people in the community to give back and and to and for our for our for our students. And so if they're interested in volunteering, what they can do is they first of all they can go to UG, or excuse me, yeah, UGMTC.org. Perfect. Like we had that's mentioned the place before. To go. That's well, and you can sign up there. Um, and then um, there's a gentleman by the name of Josh Windham. Who is a, he was in charge of the volunteer services. And then they, he will connect with you and then trying to figure out where you'd like to go. You, know, you Oh, can, so
1: it's not one size fits all. It is it's, not. It you is can not. Fit, you can find your Goldilocks zone. You right, can, exactly. Right? Because
0: we have six, six different locations and a lot of go. different, different oh, programs. Wonderful, if you're interested in youth or family or men hmm. or whatever it might be or education or career development, there's volunteer opportunities in all those places. Mm. So he'll hook you up with that and then introduce you and then go from there. And so it's a great, great opportunity for for people to to really give back to the community um, in a Christ-like way. So it's awesome.
1: And I, I know from the R3 Collaborative and Pastor Wright knows in his organization, you need fuel. And fuel is Kingdom Investors, and and a lot of people. That's that's probably how they heard of Union Gospel Mission because you do some wonderful fundraising work. Mm -hmm. But they Mm -hmm. can also, if folks have some some money that they can help donate and feed these. Same portal. Yes, PC, and go there, and all the things that Nick has been describing are things that that money will be funneled into. Mm-hmm. And and it takes, we should say a Teen Challenge, it takes a lot to feed the elephant. It does. It, mm-hmm. How many meals do you serve? You gave me some data.
0: Yeah, we serve about 400,000 meals a year at the Ooh. mission. Wow. And that's for all the programs, though. So it's a lot. And so... Yeah. That that takes funds to do that, and yeah. we get we do get some food donations also, and we make very good use of the money that you give us as far as food is concerned. Where mm-hmm, our general yeah. manager of food services is excellent, excellent at pinching a penny, so
1: it'll go to good. It'll go. To I remember good use. hearing about that last year. They talked about that, and that was as remarkable as how efficiently you work yeah, on it. Yeah, yeah. So we've on been on Prison Transformation Radio talking about Union Gospel Mission. We've been kind of focusing on the men. Mm-hmm. So what about the women? And I'm not throwing that out to you cuz that's what next Saturday is about. Yes. Peggy Krause, who is the director of the Naomi Family Residence, is going to be joining us and she's going to be talking about women's programs mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and their not children. Only women yep. with and children. children. Mm-hmm. Exactly. What's, you know, cuz a lot of times the mom's got the kids, right? right and right, they're alone right. doing Definitely. that so there's places you can bring your kids to Mm -hmm. and all of that is part of the union gospel mission as well so uh wonderful appreciate your time oh god bless you and the work that you do folks remember ugmtc.org and uh we got just a minute or two here pastor dwight uh can you give us a heads up on what's happened in the prisons Prison Mission Association? Well, uh, sure, yeah. I'll be at the Shakopee <laughs> Women's Prison on April 17th for the Transition
2: Fair. So we appreciate your prayers on that. We have probably close to 300 women doing our Bible studies at Shakopee. It's wow. it is like a revival going on in the Shakopee. I've heard prison. there's a revival yes, at Shakopee.
1: I've heard that a lot of places. Yep, mm. yep, yep. And so,
2: But we are running out of time here. So um, we just want to encourage, if anybody does want to have a, a Bible study sent to an inmate, it's prisonmission.org to contact us, and we we'll send that out. They get college credit for doing the courses. But as we're closing here, Nick, if you can just give us a final word and, um, and close this out in prayer. If there's anything that. that you'd like to say to the people out
0: there. Yeah, I'd love to do that. Let's oh, pray. Thank you.
2: Dear Lord, we just
0: thank you, Lord, for oh Lord, all the opportunities you give us to, to serve those that are the unfortunate, Lord, and we just ask you, Lord, that we look to you for guidance. We are so um, wonderfully blessed in what we have, Lord, and we need mm-hmm. to share that with those that are unfortunate. So God, be with us as we go forward. Um, we just ask your blessing on, on our lives, and we ask through Lord to just help us to just bless those that are that are in need. And so we just thank you for all these things in your name we pray. Amen.
1: Uh-huh. Amen. This, and thank you, Jesus, for giving us the airways, Holy Spirit. Uh, take us away, touch people, move people. Let's help the people that need it the most. A.M. Pastor
2: Dwight? Amen, amen, amen. We'll see you guys all next week with Peggy. Yeah, God bless.